And all right, hi everyone. This is Anthony Diaz with uh, with the Pop Health Show, and this show is for anyone that has a passion for making more than one person healthier in this world. Um, so I am the CEO of Health Hero. We're a modern health engagement company that helps uh, employer groups and hospitals. Uh, we help them get their people healthier, whether it's employees or patients. But what's most important is that on this show, we like to have guests um, that have uh, deep passions for uh, providing health services. We also talk, like to talk about fringe health topics and just ways of making populations healthier, uh, which is why we call this the Pop Health Show. Uh, I'm very excited today to have on the call uh, one of Healthier's employees. Um, he's more than just employees, like a general in our company over, uh, developing partnerships and gathering more business for the, for, for health hero and helping us to position our services for organizations, uh, where we can make more people healthier, save more lives. So, um, on the show today, we have Kevin Swearingen. And so Kevin, welcome. Thanks. Thanks, Anthony. Glad to be, glad to be uh, joining the show. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, so Kevin, obviously, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of what you do for Health Hero and the the impact that you have. Um, uh, I guess to get started off, maybe you can tell us about your origin and your story uh, on how you got started, and then if you also want to go into a little bit on kind of your role at Health Hero and kind of what you do as well. Yeah, sure. So I, I grew up, Anthony, in the Dallas Fort Worth area in Texas, and uh, ended up going to school at Florida State. Where while I was at Florida State, uh, you know, I, I, growing up, I was always active and, and loved the outdoors, and um, had kind of grown up going out and skiing a lot out in Colorado. My grandparents had um, lived out there for quite a while, so ended up going to Florida State and uh, really grew with that passion. Loved loved the outdoors. Really loved um, warm weather. Of course, that's why I went from Florida, to, uh, Texas to Florida, but um, also loved a lot of cold weather activities. And while I was in school, I started becoming interested in mountaineering and just hiking in general. So um, really sparked a passion to be able to go out and become more active in uh, mountaineering, hiking, as well as skiing. And um, while I was in school at Florida State, I was, you know, went out out to Seattle and climbed Mount Rainier and um, then went over to Northern California uh, later in my college career and did Mount Shasta. And then following uh, graduation, I went out to Africa and did Kilimanjaro and I've really been an enthusiast of just outdoors, um, hiking, being active, and, and always staying, uh, always staying active in my day to day life. Uh, but g- g- coming into how I really got to health here, I graduated from Florida State and wanted to join an industry that I could make an impact in a broad amount of people's lives, and looked at different options and, and really thought about it and did some soul searching my uh, junior, uh, late junior year, early senior year of college, and really decided that I thought the healthcare industry was one of those industries where I could go in and immediately start making a difference in, in people's lives. So started scouting out some healthcare companies to work for out of college and wound up working. Um, first job out of college was for Henry Schein in their dental industry, um, working with dentists to grow their practice uh, to provide uh, maximum service, maximum beneficial services to their, to their patients and uh, really positioning their practices up for success. Really enjoyed my time with Henry Shine and and uh, made a lot of uh, learned a lot actually in, in terms of um, dental hygiene and how it can actually have a positive or really negative impact on your health depending on um, how how well uh, uh, you take care of your mouth. But left Henry Shine and ended up making my way into the hospital world a few years or a couple of years removed from college where I went to go work for an early stage company that was focused on improving patient experience in hospitals 
as well as protecting them from medical identity fraud, as well as medical identity um, deaths that take place from medical misidentification. And uh, a lot of people don't know, but uh, medical misidentification and identification errors in the hospital is one of the leading causes of death in the United States. So while working at that company, we were uh, taking a real approach, real approach to making the process of healthcare more enjoyable for the uh, patients once they once they get inside of the hospital, and preventing them from some of those catastrophic errors. After uh, after that company, I wound up with Health Hero and was was looking for a company where I could build off of the the stuff I was doing in the previous one, and came across Health Hero and, and Anthony and, and Chuck had pitched me on. The vision on uh, what Healthier is doing and really was a believer in improving people's lives through technologies um, that make them more healthy, make them more active, and help them become more healthy and, and shed off chronic diseases, recover from um, recover from any type of hospital stay, whether it be an ortho or cardio uh, type visit to the hospital, uh, to make sure the patient gets out and gets the treatment that they need and, and, and don't get readmitted back into the hospital. So that's how I wound up at Healthier today. Awesome. Awesome, Kevin. Well, good stuff. Um, yeah, I'd love to I'll have some follow-up questions on kind of the themes of healthcare that you've experienced so far. Um, but just going back into the concept of mountaineering. Um, so, you know, you know, as you know, Kevin, I, I grew up in Brooklyn. So the concept of climbing mountains or hiking, um, I, I've, I found, uh, you know, hiking is very fun. I don't think I've really technically ever climbed a mountain or done anything that would be considered mountaineering in probably your eyes. But what, what are some of the advantages for someone that, that, you know, is looking at mountaineering or what are some of like the personal benefits that, that you see? I mean, is this, is this kind of something across between physical exercise and mindfulness or, you know, what's, what's the, uh, what's the secret sauce of value that you find from, from mountaineering and what, what drives your passion for it? Yeah, it's definitely a hybrid uh, between mindfulness and physical activity. I mean, the first time I ever really even got into it, I, I was, I went out to Alaska with my parents one time when I was in college and came across Mount McKinley, now um, Denali, that's out in um, Alaska, the highest mountain in North America. And it was just so prominent and people climb it every year in uh, about May range. And I just thought to myself, wow, wouldn't that be incredible feat to get on top of that mountain? And I ended up going out to Rainier, which is known to be kind of like a mini Denali. It's um, it's outside of the Seattle area, pretty tough mountain to climb for your first climb. And Decided mm-hmm. that was the first climb I wanted to do, so I hopped on a flight from from Texas out to Seattle and climbed Rainier with one of my buddies. And I immediately realized, first off, it, your body, as a guy that was born just a few few feet uh, above sea level, your body acts differently as you keep going up the mountain to fourteen thousand feet. So uh, your mental state almost changes when the altitude increases, especially on a place like Kilimanjaro. You're at nineteen thousand feet. Mind's playing a little bit of tricks on you. Uh, you're you're you really can't breathe all that well, and your body's burning an insane amount of calories at that altitude. So it, it really hit home for me when we were on Kilimanjaro. A guy, his his body just couldn't handle the altitude, and he uh, he actually died on the mountain coming back down from the summit a few feet from our camp, and it was oh wow. Shocking, but it just kind of goes to show you some of the impact that high elevation exposure can have on people. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. No, that's, that's powerful. Yeah. I was going to ask you a little bit on, you know, uh, you know, an experience that you faced a- along the way. I mean, do you have an experience of like just climbing a mountain and facing, you know, some sort of, uh, you know, near death experience? So 
not sure if you have an experience like that you like to share and then how you like overcame a really odd or crazy situation. Yeah, well, on Rainier, it's a lot more technical climb. There's a lot of crevasses on Rainier compared. There's none on Kilimanjaro, none on Shasta. And Rainier, there's crevasses. And um, the year before, we had five kids from, uh, from Baylor University in Texas that got swept away and fell into a crevasse. All, all five got killed. But you know, we were on um, kind of on the final summit push. And no, this was my first time on a mountain like this doing anything. We get to a point in the mountain where we're having to jump over crevasses and, and that are – going up into an incline and you know, it kind of hits you there where, you, where you're really not in the cave really getting more. You're not into some sort of indoor rock climbing gym. It, it's kind of the real deal where somebody makes a mistake and we're all roped together. So if somebody slips and falls and starts going backwards, the, the whole mm-hmm. the whole lot goes with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can imagine probably another psyche element of climbing the mountain is, is probably also this concept of like what's better than, reaching the top of the mountain is probably the journey getting up there, right? Yeah, the, jur- the journey is the tough part. The journey is the p- portion where you kind of question yourself why you're doing it in the first place. Mm-hmm. The top and you get to the camps and you get to kind of have a camaraderie with everybody who's going through that experience with you. And it's, you know, it, it makes you realize how, you know, how worth it it is. Mm-hmm. No, it's awesome. You're a braver man than me. <laughs> I don't know at what point I'll do that, but maybe maybe just hearing you a little bit, I, I think you're inspiring me a little bit that at, at some point I should uh, I should you know take a leap and start with a, at least a small mountain to start off with. Um, well, Kevin, um, you mentioned a couple of good things about your career so far, and then now now being a health hero. Um, but what are some themes in health, uh, whether they're traditional or new themes, or things that excite you? Uh, thematically about health that have you excited these days or just in technology, you know, this doesn't have to be health related, but, you know, tell us some themes in, in potentially health or tech or any other category that have you excited, um, you know, whether they're societal changes or technology changes or new health, health uh, you know, type trends. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll do you one better. I'll kind of relate, relay in an analogy for both. I, uh, you know, now, nowadays it's becoming easier and easier for people to eat less and less healthy with so many options and the kind of the on-demand economy we have. You can have McDonald's delivered to your door in, in a lot of cities in, in a matter of mm-hmm. 30 minutes. So it, it, it's becoming easier and easier to be unhealthy, but at the same time, technology is getting easier and easier to put, um, to, to make, to help make people more active and help really incentivize people for monitoring their health and really getting a taking their health back into their own hands. So right. that's one of the keys that makes me excited about Health Hero is we're putting people's health back in their control with technology and being able to monitor um, your health is, is, is a big deal. And I, you know, I'm a big fan of, of staying active. I don't think that a lot of people have to take the dramatic nutrition steps to be healthy. I think you just need to be active, um, be healthy or eat healthy and mm-hmm. you'll You'll, you know, in general, you'll be pretty healthy. Also, like I was talking about earlier, take care of your, your teeth and your mouth because a lot of there's, there's so many health benefits and, and health risks for if, if you don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, there's quite a bit of disease that can be transmitted and your risk of cancer and, and heart disease and birth defects with, with, with gum disease and stuff like that can really increase your uh, mm-hmm. different diseases and cancer. Uh, so that, that's another thing that a lot of people overlook. Um, how vital your oral hygiene is. 
Wow. Yeah, no, that's, that's powerful. And, uh, you're making me feel guilty. I, I got my teeth cleaning on Monday and, and, uh, ironically I've not had my teeth clean in a while. So, um, don't share that too much with anyone, but, um, no, that's, that's good to know. Um, and, uh, you know, it's interesting, actually, I will share a deeper story that uh, my wife reminded me last night that I had a year of being the, the she called me the swan. And, um, when I was young and growing up, uh, when I was, you know, about 14, 15, my father did not have, um, he was working very hard, but just, we just didn't have money for dental insurance and dental care. And he felt really bad, but I had to get, I really needed two root canals, but we couldn't afford them. So we literally, not too many know this, but I, I we had to, um, yank a couple of my teeth in a very short period of, of time. They were the back teeth and my front ones were straight. But, um, my wife, when I met her, she was not my wife at the time, but when she found out she's such a teeth person, she's just like, your teeth are so beautiful. And she's like, whoa, 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 hold on one second. Like open up your mouth. I opened up my mouth and, and, you know, I had to tell her a story. I was like, Hey, you know, when I was a teenager, we really didn't have a lot of money, had to yank them and everything. And then she's just like, Oh no, we're going to fix this. And I'm like, what do you mean we're going to fix this? She's like, we're going to get you braces. And I was like 31. (laughs) So I remember having braces at 31. I did a bunch of other things, but just hearing you talk about dental hygiene, um, what I can testify on is that even though it was only a short amount of time, like nine months that I had braces, the the, the level of health that my felt like my physical health improved just from doing braces and getting, you know, a bunch of other dental work, um, just my energy level and everything, um, you know, just, just elevated. And so anyway, now I appreciate your, your perspective on the, the dental side. So, um, so hopefully that story is just between me, you and, and, um, all our listeners out there. But, um, Kevin, this is awesome. So, um, you know, one, one question I like to ask our listeners a lot is, uh, and I know we're kind of coming up towards the, the end of, uh, you know, a little bit of our podcast here, uh, our episode here, but tell us a little bit about Kevin, tell us a little bit about the, the professional that you want to become the professional that you're becoming the, the hero you're becoming. If you consider yourself a hero in training or, um, tell us about future Kevin and, you know, your desire and passions and things that you want to see more out of yourself and see things that you're putting yourself through to, to grow into that future, future version of Kevin. Yeah, no, I, the, my main goal here at Health Hero and beyond is, is really just to continue to, to participate here in the healthcare space, bring technologies to people that make healthcare a little bit more affordable or a little bit more affordable, a little bit more accessible and a little bit more valuable, which is, you know, I, I like to be able to operate in, in those three, three buckets. And I think that what we're doing at Health Hero can move the needle a little bit in all three aspects. And through the use of technology, I, you know, I think that we have a real, real shot to be able to impact a wide, wide segment of the population's um, overall health outcomes, which is, which, which is huge. And we just have to keep being evangelists for, for that type of lifestyle, that type of technology, and getting it into the right people's hands. Amen. Amen, Kevin. Well, this is great. Yeah, you know, obviously, you know, we, we keep these episodes quick, short, and punchy. Kind of just a recap and things that I'm learning and kind of, you know, taking away. And I'm sure our listeners are taking away a couple of important things. Not just is dental hygiene really important, but just one thing that you, you said that resonates that I don't reflect upon enough. And it, you hear in bits and pieces, but this whole medical identification thing, that being a leading cause of death, I think that's, that's super powerful. And obviously, anyone being in healthcare, the ability to, to make sure, um, you know, accuracy throughout the whole system, healthcare system and flow of care is, is accurate. And, um, that just doesn't need to be a, a kind of good process. It needs to be, you know, a excellent, 
um, Six Sigma level quality type process, which um, really appreciate your perspective there. Appreciate you also sharing your story, you know, where you're from. Um, you know, I am, I'm not a Seminole. My wife is. So, you know, anytime I, I see a Seminole or hear of a Seminole, I have to, I have to, I have to pay uh, respect. But no, I, you know, I, lo- I, I do love Florida State. Um, I've seen the benefit of the culture and the school and what it's done for my wife's life. And even though we're here in San Francisco and she's, you know, we've moved away from Florida, at least for the time being, um, you know, the network of friends that Florida State has uh, through my wife's sorority that she was in and just even beyond uh, has been powerful. So such, such a powerful culture, uh, great school. And, uh, and obviously, it's just great to see how you've progressed from in such a period of time for being young still. Uh, I consider you young. I guess I'm just getting, maybe I'm just getting old now or getting older. But, um, but yeah, your progression in your career and professionalism for being so young, I think that's, um, you hear that probably every other day is that you're beyond your years in wisdom and, uh, the unique blend of empathy for health is, is great. So, uh, so Kevin, thank you for, uh, you know, sharing your story. Thank you for being on the show. And, um, if anyone wants to get a hold of Kevin, uh, you're maybe Kevin, if, if, if you want people to get a hold of you, maybe you can, uh, you know, mention that. Yeah, so my, my, if anybody wants to, to give me a buzz, talk a little bit about healthcare and, and what we're doing at HealthHero to, to really move the needle in healthcare, you can reach out to me um, on, on my email at kswearingen, S-W-E-A-R-I-N-G-E-N, gohealthhero.com. Awesome. Awesome, Kevin. So, uh, well, thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, thanks, uh, everyone. This was a pop health show episode. I don't know. Um, I think it's in the 20s or something like that. But, uh, you know, as you know, on this show, it's about for anyone that's uh, interested and passionate about improving the health of one person or many people. Um, and, um, you know, we're, we're just serious about health and nothing else. Right. So. Um, so, Kevin, thanks again. Thanks to our listeners out there. Have a great one. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Anthony. Thanks.